Hey, if you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. You're unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. Shut up, Frank. You're stupid. How about that? Why is Frank stupid Frank for this? Stupid. Why? Because. Why? why he's what's making so... fun of how often I use the word unbelievable. <laughs> well, you do use it no, quite a bit. No, I don't use it. It's unbelievable. I don't use it. Uh, that's unbelievable. Okay. Frank, how stupid Frank well, is. Well, tomorrow is not any more complimentary. What? Oh. He, he... Sent the, he sent the one for tomorrow early. What is that one? I heard. Uh, you're not going to like it. That's all. That's you're right. going to call Frank stupid again. That's all. <laughs> Uh oh, that what? They're all the same. The people are no, they're not. They're different. They're from different countries. Who said they're all and the they same? Have, no, oh, they're all. The, oh, you do ping pong, whatever though. See, there it is. Uh, Astros win last night. What? Eighty three percent chance of making the playoffs. Now it's uh the 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 Mariners have to be after winning the other night. Losing game one, bouncing back. The 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 month and a half that they had where they went on a, uh, just a an incredible run and they uh, just kicked ass and thought they were going to win and overtook the, the Rangers and the Astros for first place. And now this, this collapse by the Mariners, is Scott Service in trouble? I mean, he's gotten them to the precipice. He wasn't, didn't even get a win in the postseason against the Astros last year. Although you have consistently said it was the toughest series for the it Astros. It was the toughest series. So shouldn't that be But it was to... still a loss. There, were they good enough to win this year? with The way the Astros with played? With that rotation and, you know, that, that lineup is it's a pretty good lineup. The way the Astros played and the way the Rangers fell apart until they got going again, beating up on the Mariners, yes, they were good enough to win the division this year. Yeah. Except they won't. They won't because of this because final September. Yeah, this final month where they have been worse than the other two teams who have been bad too. Yeah, and you know, getting swept by the Rangers last weekend, and now she losing two out of three to the Astros when you know you you had everything going for you. Bryce Miller was it's just been so dominant against the Astros, but the Astros just know how to step up. I don't know. I don't know that this team has the same gene that last year's team had, or you know the teams from well nineteen that that collapse against the the Nationals was just oh nineteen was the Braves wasn't it? Uh, Eighteen was the Nationals. Uh, no, yes, no, no, no. Twenty one was the nineteen was the, was the Nationals. Nineteen was the Nationals. 19. When did when did. Uh, Garrett Cole Braves, leaves. The, and I'm, I don't care. 19 was the Nationals. 20 was the COVID year. 21, 21 was the Braves. The Braves 22 yeah. was the title. The title. And, you know, that those teams had, you know, they faltered at the end. There's no, the Nationals was, that was, that was one more. You shoot that, you should have three. You should have beat the Nationals. You should have been able to come home and win one game after, after taking three in uh, Washington, but you didn't. Um, but those teams have had a different gene than this team has. Well, I say that. The big difference, did you see the stats? The pitching has been the biggest difference for this 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 organization this year. 
a the starters, the the uh, ERA. Last year's team, last year's ERA was team ERA in 2022, 2.90. The starters ERA, 2.95. The relievers ERA, 2.80. You know what it is this year? Their team ERA, 4.01. It's more than a run a game difference. A run in a tenth game difference. The starters ERA from 295 to 423. The relievers... They started slowly, and Montero didn't help, obviously, but uh, they're less than a run worse than they were last year. But across the board, they're just not the same pitching team. Just not the same. And it's in large part because, well, you didn't have Verlander for most of it, and he had a Cy Young year. You had Fromber, who had a Cy Young potential year with quality starts, uh, record quality starts. You 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 were just better across the board. The bullpen was just better across the board. This, the biggest difference, the offense has been up and down for years now, inconsistent for years now. And when they're good, when they're good, they're great. When they're bad, they're abysmal. But the pitching has been the biggest difference in this season. It's just not as good. Just not, even last night, you gave up a three spot. Yeah. Which is, you know, they get, they got back into the game when you were like, well, you're up four to one, four to one, and they get back into the first batter of the game, homers off Fromber, and it was like, oh my goodness, here I'm, we go I'm again. sick of watching J.P. Crawford gesticulate. I'm enough enough out of you. I'm glad we don't see you anymore. Is there's too much of you? You're too much. I think you you're you're sick of J.P. Crawford. I'm sick of Julio Rodriguez. Well, he's a, I'm you're sick of him because he's really good. Yeah, and he's scary. I'm sick of JP Crawford because everything is the greatest thing in the world when he does something. <laughs> All right, enough. You just enough enough from he's him. He's a little too showy for you. I can't believe what I'm saying it's not showy. He's it's I'm not even saying act like you've been there before, but he takes it to a point where. I've had enough of him. That's all. I'm glad they're done with the Mariners because I've had enough of J.P. Crawford. Your hype, your hype man stuff, I'm done with. That's all. I'm glad. I'm glad it's over. He is allowed. This is not a shut up and swing the bat thing, or or old school baseball guy thing. Probably more the more appropriate uh, thing for me to say. Just go away. Go away. You're a Mariner. You don't you don't belong in the playoffs because you wouldn't win a game anyway. <laughs> Take your ass kicking by the Rangers. And make sure you're so bad that we don't have to see Verlander on Saturday. He can take the day off. That's all. That's it. That's all I'm looking for. But mostly, go away, Crawford. Yeah, you could finish this thing off by tomorrow night. If the Rangers beat the the Mariners in the first two games of the series, tonight is game one, tomorrow game two. And if the Astros beat the Diamondbacks on Friday, it could be over. And then you wouldn't have to wait, waste Justin Verlander. And he could be ready for game one of the would you would you rather Fromber or Verlander in game one of the wild card? I'll stick with JV. I'm going off what he did this week. Yeah, <laughs> this past and Fromber. I mean, I thought I tweeted the group chat. Thought he was getting squeezed early in that ball game. Um, forced him to pitch more than he should have, and then you know he had he had his inning where he gave up a couple that. And it got ugly. He couldn't get through. He couldn't. He couldn't get to the fifth inning. Dusty pulled him. 
and when Verlander pitched the way he did, I'm going to go Verlander game one. Verlander game one. Yeah, yeah. I would too. I would too. And then it's got to be Javier in game three, and that's just, oh, I don't want that. You've got to end this thing in two games, no matter who you're playing. And you want to be, make no mistake, you want to lose those last two games so Toronto moves into the five seed. Let them go to Tampa. You go to Minnesota. And then uh, after that, you get the Rangers. If you go to Minnesota and win, you get the Rangers in the division series. You'd rather have the Rangers than the Orioles in a division yes, series. Yes, you have. So everything says, everything about this says be the sixth seed and not the fifth seed. Yes, because of what they've proven to be over the course of nearly 162 games. You start on the road against a team you believe, we at least we believe, they can handle in Minnesota. And then you see the Rangers, who we know we, they can handle. And then what do we call that? Another World Series appearance, John. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, well. Well, you have to beat no, the Orioles. ALCS, or, another, you know, yeah. Another straight you know, ALCS. I forgot. I'm, we're at the point where we have to play an extra series because of how yeah. disappointing they've been. We don't ever been. do this. It's new to me, so yeah. I made the mistake. Right. Yes. We don't ever do this, but this is a, po- a real possibility that we have to play two series to get into the ALCS as opposed to just one. Yeah. But the good news is you'll be playing in Arlington, which which you own. Which is a home away from home, and that's perfect. Because if it was actually home, it wouldn't go well. But because it's home away from home, it'll go perfect. And you played better in Baltimore than you did against Baltimore here. Can we petition to never have to play a home game? (laughs) We'll pick them all on the road. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter. All of them. We're that confident. Yeah. Or that scared to play at home. At home, yeah. Um, we, uh, we, so this is this is the scenario now. That was just it's not even arguable the biggest game of the year, and it was uh, the way that it should it went the way it should have gone. Sorry, Scott Servix, you. His are, name is Service. His name is what? Service. Oh, uh, I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big Scott. Yeah, you made guy. that. <laughs> It's not his name. And you can't say mama called him cervix so I can call him cervix. Because it's clear that his mama didn't call him Scott Cervix. Are you sure about it? You you don't know. The name on the back You don't know. You think they've been mispronouncing that name his entire life? Maybe when he was, you know, acted up, you know, she might have called him that. You don't know. Well, that's a harsh thing for a mom to do to a son. (laughs) Call him out of his last name because he's upset. Or maybe she was upset with his dad. There's some moms and dads. Hey, don't be the P word. Yeah, but you know? they don't call their kids. They don't change the last name of the kid to, to something they consider insulting. Well, that's I don't like think, my my mom. I don't really find it insulting. But I okay. know you don't. My mom wasn't like she didn't go Del Ola a hole. She she didn't does she doesn't change my name to that. You don't know. Yes, you I have. I remember. Unless she did it when I was an infant, right? she never you did it. You don't know when you, you were an infant. You think you think when you wake up in the middle of the night with poop. Okay, Del Olejo. You think when I was a kid and I didn't want to go to church, she would talk to the girl, the women at church, and go, uh, "That's why I call him Del Olejo." <laughs> Del Olejo. <laughs> yeah. Is that what your friends called you in high school? No, uh, no, they just put. That's what I, that's what the animals would have called you. I'm sure they would. Oh, I don't think the animals would have allowed me in the group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think you were so. too young. Too no, young. yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason. Yeah, that's the reason that's- I wouldn't have joined your. What North? What South Side group? What were these South Side yeah, guys? Yeah. yeah, that's the reason. Oh, he's too young. I, w- I wasn't alive. Yeah, you're right. I'm too young. Yeah, but too let's young. Ju- let's just move me back into the past. Growing up at your time on yeah. the South Side, 
I'm pretty sure pretty I would sure have been. They would have called you Del Olaejo. I feel like they would have called me a different name, probably from The Godfather. <laughs> Something The Godfather said. You're the worst person. <laughs> I no, am? no, no, you're officially the worst person. <laughs> okay. Del, your mom was right about you. <laughs> no, she wasn't. Del Olaejo. <laughs> Okay. I think it's a great last name. Better than Scott Cervix. <laughs> uh, time for me to talk about my bookie. Bet on it, baby. If you if you want to play, win and get paid, this is the place to go. My bookie has the best, is the best site. I'm, I go on, I'm on it all the time here, looking up lines, seeing, I'm, listen, there's a lot of good, there's money out there for you this week. And are you sitting on, are you, are you playing? If you're not playing, if you're not taking advantage of these bookies, then what's wrong with you? Play responsibly, but play, win, get paid. NFL, college football, NBA is coming back, baseball, uh, Ryder Cup. It doesn't matter what it is. You want to play because you want to casino gamble? You can do that as well. They got a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you withdraw quickly. Just one bet, and you can take that money out. But you got to put in promo code bet nine seven five. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to get that deposit bonus. MyBookie.ag promo code bet nine seven five. It's the only place to play, baby. It's wonderful. If you haven't seen it yet, it's easy easy to navigate. It's simple. You never never been on a betting site before. You're going to learn quickly. It's easy. There's nothing to it. So if you're looking for the best way to win, get paid, bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag promo code bet nine seven five. ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. The best sports radio station in Houston. I've got to prove that I'm the best. And I'm racing no matter what you tell me. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. John doesn't have headphones in, so he can't hear you, John. We're back. On the bench. No Lance. He'll be back on Monday. And we'll be out at Wildcat for the CCA golf tournament. So Uh come out. I don't know if it's simply I can invite you. You got to pay, right? You can come out to the the course. You can say hello to us. breakfast. Yeah, you can eat in the clubhouse. Yeah, you can definitely do that. I'm not sure about entering the tournament. That might be No, you got to sign up for it. Yeah. At ccatexas.org, something like that. It's this, oh, here it is. It is, uh, if you want to sign up, you, I, I don't know if there's uh, places available. No, you got to call 713-626-4222. 713-626-4222. It's a shotgun, starts at noon, Wildcat Golf Club, Monday, and we're going to be there. ccatexas.org slash events. So get get on over there, and uh, if you want, if you're looking for a great way to yeah. uh, have a nice Monday. And while we're doing some, uh, we're you're cleaning up some stuff. I want to let you guys know about an event that we've had pretty much every year for the last several. You join Culture Map and Sports Map on October 25th for the Tailgate, an all-out celebration of Houston sports and the fans who cheer them on. Savor Tailgate-inspired bites from your favorite restaurants, including FM Kitchen, Cobos, The Waffle Bus, and many more. Plus, sip on signature drinks and enjoy game day activities and entertainment. A limited number of early bird tickets are on sale now at tailgate.com. Excuse me, tailgate.culturemap.com. Tickets start at just $35 and include all food and drinks. Go to tailgate.culturemap.com to get your tickets today. If you like to be out and about, have food, drink, and meet some people, maybe you'd like to meet a certain person. It's not a bad spot, not a bad opportunity. So, uh, So, once again, 
Join Culture Map and Sports Map on October 25th for the tailgate. 35 bucks for yeah. all, the, all eating and drinking yeah. that you'll do. That's a great deal. Great deal. Not a good deal. A great deal. 35 bucks. Are you kidding me? And the food is really good. They got different uh, vendors throughout the whole place. So that's cool. That's going to be fun. So a uh, good time had by all. Get get to uh, Culture Map. Uh, com. It's tailgate.culturemap.com. Tailgate.culturemap.com. So that's good fun. All right. Um, So headlines, open cup. How about it? Congrats to the Dynamo winning the uh, open cup. No messy last night. He's got a leg injury. Sure, but when the Dynamo are celebrating open cup titles and that thing's in their trophy case, it won't be engraved no messy. No, right. But it would have been fun to beat messy. Yes, I don't know if it would have been, if they would have beat him with Messi on on the sure pitch, but I mean, you never know. You but never know. It goes into your trophy case, yep. and it'll always say 2023 Open Cup U.S. Open Cup winners. Not, but you didn't play Messi. Right. Hey, stay healthy. Hey, with your muscle fatigue, how about you be in better condition, Messi, and then we wouldn't have this discussion. Exactly. If you were in good shape, messy, yeah. and not old, and not really all that good at soccer, yeah, then uh, well, that then you could have be been there. You might be going a little far with that second part. Well, that's in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, you're a Ronaldo. Guy. He's no Ronaldo. He's you're no right. Cristiano you're Ronaldo. Right. One of them has won a World Cup. The other hasn't. Yeah, but he just did it. And, and oh, by the way, he should. They should have lost that. Why? Because it was that was one of the it greatest was one of the games best ever. They, considering the. Considering the stakes and all that was surrounding it, the defending World Cup champions and Messi trying to win his first title, one of the bigger sports yes. events I've ever seen. That was fun. Yes. That was so much fun. We were, we were on our way to church. We couldn't go. We had to, had we to watch. Like, you told God, hold off for extra time? Yeah. Yeah. You said, hey, God, God there's penalty kicks. God said, you he get, goes, here, don't get here when you can. He goes, don't worry, I'm watching too. Yeah. yeah. I'm busy too. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've got to see if Messi wins this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what God said. God must God must love big sporting events. All these people praying to him for results that he doesn't get involved in. Hey guys, I appreciate it, but I'm not stepping in. That's no, not he what I do. Step in, but he also gets praise afterwards. All praise to, yeah, sir, to he, he. That's why he loves C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he loves C.J. Stroud. Tank. He loves all. You know what? He loves all those guys. That's why he keeps Tank clean. You know, there's a there's a local station here that says God listens. Why don't the Texans their hashtag should be God watches. Instead of what's what's their hashtag now for the H? Is that still what it is? Yeah. Hashtag God watches. Well, lean into it. (laughs) Your quarterback, your wide receiver. How many other guys? Hashtag God watches. Yeah. God's not. No. God's on our team. Oh, he's he's on everyone's team. But let everyone know specifically he's watching Texans football. Well, well, but if you I never hear when you lose. No. Yeah, no one praises so much after they lose. Yeah. yeah. Why have thou forsaken me, God, in this game? <laughs> Why are you treating me like Job? <laughs> Why are you? God's like, hold on. It's just a football game. You're not Job. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, um, well, I don't know that CJ's going to be saying a lot of, you know, I want to thank God for this win with uh, what with, I want to thank God for having Austin Deculus as my left tackle. Someone better be praying. No. Deculus out there. Uh, was it Garen or Jaron Christian is uh, in the mix because Josh Jones looks like he's got a hand injury and quite possibly won't play. That's a bad thing. And I didn't. I never thought I'd say, boy, you can't be without Josh Jones at left tackle. But 
this is going to be it's all about circumstance. If Austin Deculus is the other option, yeah. you, you start to realize it was not so bad with Josh Jones when when Deculus looked unplayable in preseason. Listen, Tank Dell might be the only receiver in the route, okay? Because you're keeping you're going to keep ten nine in. To Ooh. protect CJ on, on obvious passing downs, yeah, I don't think nine. That's a lot. But I don't see any more than three receivers in a route. As particularly early, don't get your quarterback killed early. No. Uh, this is a game you like. If, if if you had even just Fant and Jones, I'd kind of like you to win this game. But without him, it's going to be more difficult. Keep your quarterback in the game. Don't make a, don't allow a strip sack or hit him to get hit in the back of the ball to go flying and land in some guy's hand for a pick to change the way the game was played early. Allow your defense to do that to Kenny Pickett. Pressure him. I, I, I hope, and they're smart players, they're smart coaches. They'll find a way to hopefully mitigate some of it just to keep him clean early That's, so you can get it. So the game wears yeah. on a little bit, and maybe you get a chance to make a play defensively. Well, I'd be surprised if, if the, the Steelers are bringing six anyway. You know, I just, well, they can get to you. With their guys anyway, they don't have to rush six. If the, the the Steelers can make a living rushing three and four, and and still putting a lot of pressure on CJ, but the the Jags tried that and it, it just backfired on them time and again. Uh, he was he was better. He was tremendous under pressure. Uh, with uh, against the blitz, he was eight of eleven for a bunch of yards and a touchdown. And so I mean, I I would go about it if I'm the, if you can rush. Three and four, and get pressure on a quarterback. It 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 means you're you're going to kill the other team. You're you are really you're going to you're really creating a problem. And the Steelers can rush four and get pressure. So I I'm I'm not crazy about the Texans in this situation. Even less so with Austin Deculus at left tackle. You're going to have to keep Beck in. You're going to have to keep Jordan in. You're going to have to keep Schultz in. You're going to have to keep Pierce in. I mean, you you really have to have max protection for CJ against this Steelers team because they come they're going to come off the edge and they're going to create a lot of problems. So I'm I'm not crazy about this situation. I'm really not. Oh, you don't. And like I the- hope I hope I'm wrong, but I think this this euphoria of for Texans football right now is maybe a little maybe a little overplayed. One win, and we've got hosts on this radio station talking about. They're con- them contending for the division. Uh, I, let's name check, John. Who who are you talking oh, about? There's been a lot of that going there's on. There's more than one? A lot of that going on around here. Well, so they're going to ignore these hosts that we're not going to name. Are going to ignore just the Texan voodoo over the Jags that it could just be, hey, we, they just own the Jags? That's what the Texans do. They own the Jags. And then everybody else, not so much. Oh, yes. <laughs> even in even in the Cully years. I know the, the division is, I know the division is bad. Not Demico, the are we talking years. about eight and nine wins for this Texans team? Is that what we're talking about? Is that what we're doing do, now? Do they get to play the Jags eight more times? No, they don't. They get Only one once, more right? against the Jags. Yeah, I don't know. But about, they're not as good against the Jags here as they are on the road. No, they did lose last year at home badly, I believe. But yeah. overall, since they got swept in seventeen. They have dominated the Jags, and they can't play them all the time. So I, I'm just looking for growth from their quarterback, and it would help if Austin Deculus isn't protecting him. Yep, that would help a lot. Five-star, going to give you winners next.
right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Don't go anywhere. ESPN 97.5, the only Houston sports station with a bidet. And uh, the bidet, is it in good working order, the, uh, the bidet? You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, 932 on ESPN 97.5 at 92.5. Bring it in five-star, baby. Five-star going to give you winners. Here we go. Five-star at five-star in Vegas. A must, must follow at five-star in Vegas. And he's got a couple of good games. Um, but, but like we talked about a little bit last week, Alabama, they weren't ready. Come on. Ole Miss, and, and, and Alabama coming off a loss, five-star. We had to have – we got we, we got to – we can't be just kicking Nick Saban to the curb. You, hey, you're right. One of the first things that I learned <laughs> being sports and the old head told me was never bet against Nick Saban, man. And I, you know, I faded him a couple times and I had some success, but last week uh, he did what he does and that's be a great coach. Uh, we had kind of briefly talked about the, the psychological games that he had played with a uh, Milro by benching him the previous week at South Florida, because he knew that he didn't really need him to get out of there with a victory steal. But what it did was it made Miro check himself, check his pulse, and um, it, it built the kid back up because he said that the kid was a great teammate and he spoke great about him all week in press. And you saw how confident that kid was. Just a great job by Nick Saban and uh, that Alabama team. Yeah. Well, let's stay stay in that SEC uh, and let's talk about that game. LSU's going to Ole Miss. You like uh, You like the Tigers in this one? Yeah, I definitely like the Tigers minus two and a half. And for the main reason is what we just spoke about. They played Alabama last week, man. Ole Miss played Alabama. And we know, John, how things are uh, when these teams come out playing a physical uh, game against Bama. Bama beats you up in the trenches. uh, And it really shows the next week, especially when you're playing a team as good as LSU. Uh, This is a battle of the tailgates. As both these teams are known for their pregame experience, no alumni. Uh, drink more before 11 a.m. than both these SEC schools. And uh, LSU bounced back from a season opening loss to Florida State with three straight victories, including uh, back-to-back conference wins on uh, the last two weekends. Arkansas did give them a scare. Uh, but I think that's going to play into our favor by uh, taking LSU. LSU will be more focused this week when they go to Oxford. Uh, their quarterback, Jane Games, has been exceptional uh, lately, winning SEC player of the week two straight weeks. He actually shared the award with receiver Malik Neighbors uh, this weekend. As usual, LSU has another great uh, wideout that's going to go uh, play on Sunday, the Neighbors. Uh, they just have a super talented team down in, in Baton Rouge. I think uh, maybe the most talented team in the country. As I said, Ole Miss just came off getting schooled by Nick uh, Saban, and they got beat up on the offensive line and the defensive line. Alabama won that game in the trenches. So I think that they're going to wear down at the second half. Uh, goes on. It's going to be a little warm out there. Daytime game. LSU's more talented, and I really like uh, Jaden Daniels compared to Jackson Dart. I think the LSU uh, Harold Perkins is in that defense gets after him, and I think the LSU pulls away uh, in the second half and wins pretty comfortably. So we're going to go with LSU minus two and a half. I like it. I like it a lot. That's five star in Vegas at five star in Vegas every week. Plus, he's got his Friday night show right. And uh, seven yes, o'clock. How many you you giving out games? Or are you just trying to attract people? How many games are you giving out on Friday nights? No, I'm giving out some games. Uh, how I do it is uh, 
we start the show uh, real briefly with exactly what we took the week before. I review it real fast, and then we get on into the next game. I give some leans on who those teams are playing the next week, and then in the next segment, we break down first the college football and go over all of the college football. And uh, I usually give out about four to five winners on college football. And then the next segment, we look toward the futures and make some future investments for guys that they can play in the third segment. In the final segment, I bring on spread of stand. We do NFL. We usually run through four uh, games that spread likes on the NFL, and then we'll give the, in the bottom parlay our picks. So you get about six to seven picks every uh, week. So you guys tune in. Yeah, that, a lot of these shows, they don't give anything out. They want you to just subscribe. So if you you want to listen tomorrow night, 7 o'clock right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 because uh, Five Star is giving out winners. You got another winner for us uh, here this morning. Who you like? Oh, yeah, we got to go against your boy. You know, uh, John, you and I have been fighting DJ Uaga lately for a couple years now. Yeah. Uh, you got a good win against him last week against Washington State, man. And uh, um, this week we got a, a defensive matchup. Uh, two of the more old-school teams in the Pac-12 with Utah going to Oregon State. This is going to be a Friday night game, guys. So remember, it's going to be on Friday night, not Saturday. Uh, Utah is playing lights out on defense, but they have struggled on the offensive side of the ball because, you know, uh, Cam Rising is out. That's their still quarter, star quarterback. He uh, tore his ACL during last January's Rose Bowl. He's been practicing, um, but he has not uh, been cleared to a- play an official game yet. So they have Nate Johnson in. He's a young kid. Uh, first-year uh, starter. He's a hell of an athlete, and he has potential to be special. They only scored 14 points, though, last week against a tough UCLA defense, um, but he was calling out uh, to the press that, hey, he wants the uh, offense to open up more. He wants to, you know, a chance to uh, really show his skills, and I think they do that this week. Um, that defense is outstanding. Uh, the Utes are ninth uh, national in total defense, sixth in scoring defense, and third in rushing defense. They only allow 51 yards per game on the ground. And that's bad news for Oregon State because they want to lean on that running game behind their running backs, uh, Damian Martinez and Deshaun Fenwick. Um, head coach Jonathan Smith is known to be a quarterback whisperer, um, but it's not showing with uh, you know quarterback DJ Uaga lately that transferred in from Clemson. He had one good game against San Jose State. Besides that, besides that, he's really struggled. He completed only 17 of 34 passes for 198 yards in the interception. Last week at Washington State, and the week prior to that, he was only 14 for 30 with two interceptions at home against San Diego State. Uh, Oregon State will be at home, and it's a good program on the field, but I just can't trust Uaga Lely against Coach Kyle Whittenham and that Utah defense. Utah has won six of the past seven uh, meetings, including a 42-16 to victory last season in Salt Lake. Uaga Lely is just an instant fade for us at this point. Uh, give me the three and the hook with Utah and what I expect to be a real low-scoring close matchup. Uh, yeah, they scored more points than I thought they would last week, but they, but uh, Washington State still got the cover against uh, Uagalele. I'm I'm not a big fan, and I and I, I'm with you. Utah's just playing good football. Who's the best team in your in your estimate? We had asked Josh Pate this. Who is your favorite out of the Pac-12 right now? Pac-12 is a really good conference. If Cam Rising was playing, I'd say Utah. You Nate. Uh, Johnson just doesn't have enough experience yet to go against Caleb Williams. But as we know, Kyle Whittingham really understands how to beat USC. So it's but I'd say Utah with Cam Rising. Without Cam Rising, you got to go with USC just simply off the fact that uh, Caleb Williams can put up points, but do not sleep on Washington. Washington could very easily be in the playoffs at the end of the year and win the Pac-12. 
Caleb DeBoer and a quarterback, uh, Michael Penix, have been together since Indiana, man. They've been together a long time. He recruited him to Indiana. Uh, Penix got hurt, and then he followed him out to Washington when, he, when Caleb DeBoer got a, a gig there. Uh, and they have an offense that's outstanding. It's clicking. I just don't know how their defense is going to look against stiff competition, but right now they look excellent, man. So I'd say it's between uh, Washington, USC, and uh, Utah, and they're all one A, one B, and one C. What about you? Oregon. I, didn't I, mention I, Oregon. I, don't, I don't trust Oregon. I don't trust. I don't trust Bo Nix when it matters. I broke down that film last week. I watched that game about three times between uh, Colorado and um, Oregon. Dan Landon made the biggest call of that game. He did that fake punt. That's what really took control of that game. The fake punt within the twenty uh, after they had gotten off the field, and that gave Oregon the confidence to keep rolling. But if you watch the tape, Bo Nix is not good from the pocket. He's really good at just, you know, running the offense when they have things where they're running screens for their running backs, easy throws for them. But if you make, uh, take away that yak, the yards after the catch, and make him have to beat you, shut down their run, and make him have to beat you from the pocket, they're in trouble. He's still not accurate from the pocket. Hmm. All right. Give me a, we got uh, the Lions and the uh, Packers tonight. Give me something from that game. Got to go with Josh Reynolds, receiver for, um, he was, yeah, yep, ex Aggie. He was uh, no, not an without a catch last week, and and that's something that we have not seen much in his career with Detroit. As you know, they like to sling it around. Jared Goff uh, is a guy who loves to distribute the ball, and I think that the Packs will be really focused on Amon Saint uh, Brown, and they also be very focused on uh, Sam Laporta, which is the rookie tight end who's been getting so many. Uh, looks in that Lions offense. So I think the forgotten man to be uh, Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds, he didn't catch any passes last week. So I know he's going to be looking at, at golf and practice all week like, hey, man, don't forgive me because the prior two weeks he had five catches and he had six catches. So I think the two and a half is a really short number. Uh, this game could turn out into being a you know a pass-happy game where the Lions are playing from behind and trying to catch up. So I think the Reynolds uh, easily goes over two and a half. So go with Josh Reynolds over two and a half receptions. There it is. That's five star in Vegas at five star in Vegas, and tomorrow night. What's the name of the show? The, the, the wagering, wagering world. world. The wagering. The wagering world. Wagering yes, world sir. tomorrow night, seven o'clock, right here on ESPN. You'll get more winners. So five star going to pick you some. I like both. I like those picks a lot. Five star. Nice job, and and yes, Josh sir. and Josh Reynolds tonight as another another good one. Yeah, you're right. He didn't catch any. I got him on my fantasy team. You think I should start him? Yeah, I, it, well, it depends what your options are. If you haven't got Tank Dell, uh, you know. I got Tank. In the Houston area. Well, you're good. <laughs> you're good. I picked Tank Dell, man. When I picked him, you know, he wasn't even on the NFL.com database. My guys had to write his name down and stick him up on the, on the wall during our draft. And now they're like, man, how did you know about, about that guy? I also had a cane from uh, Texas A&M that just went crazy for Miami. That's sweet. Yeah, no, I got him in both leagues. I picked up Tank. Well, everybody was sleeping on him. I got him. I didn't start him last week, but I do I do have him, and he's starting from now on, yeah. that's for sure. That's uh, Five Star in Vegas right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. As always, Five Star, we appreciate it, man. All right, talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. There he is, Five Star in Vegas. He's right. lucky he didn't go. What's the name of your little show? I didn't. He's lucky you didn't. He's lucky you didn't I'm, do that. I never said that. You said that. About other people's shows. Whose who's show? What you I said, said that so. What's the name of your little show? You do that all the time to people. 
he's so fortunate. He only got what's the name of his I've show? Never, I don't remember ever saying. <laughs> of course that. you don't, because you say it so often. I don't. He's ever fortunate remember. you didn't know the name of the show because if you did, you probably would have gone. What's the name of your little show? <laughs> did not. I've never said that's, that. I don't that's believe. Not true. I don't believe. You it. don't I'd believe like to, it. Okay, I want. I want to see. Okay, I need. I need some facts here. Let's go. I need proof. Now we got news of the weird. We don't. We don't have time for facts. News of the weird coming your way next, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Don't ESPN 97.5 because every day is Children's Day. It was a baby. She smothered her own baby. Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. weird. John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. All right, this is a little weird. Maybe. There's a new study out that says Transformer-style radioactive metal aliens may exist in the universe. A study at a top-ranked U.S. research institution found life on other worlds does not have to come from organic carbon as it does with humans. They discovered metals like mercury and thorium can reproduce in the right setting. That suggests that life elsewhere could emerge from metals, opening up the possibility that real-life transformers may be trundling around other worlds. Do you think that there are transformers that are going to come and destroy our world? I just know Starscream better keep his bitch ass off my planet. That's all. I don't even know who that is. I know you don't, but I do. That's one of the transformers? Yeah, he's one of the the Decepticons, one of the evil ones. Just stay off my planet, Starscream. That's all I'm asking for. You don't, you don't catch one. That's all. You think, you think that we can beat Transformers yeah, in a World War? Well, not by ourselves, but the Autobots will come down and help us. The good ones, like Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. You didn't think you, you didn't think you were going to get this when you when you started this, did you? You need to know you your know co-hosts. The names of the Transformers. I grew up with the Transformers. They were on when I was a kid, and then they make all these movies. Yeah, I know them. Look, Starscream, just watch yourself, man. I know I know. you like to pretend like you listen to Megatron, but Megatron sees who you are. Mm. See, Paul Gallant even chimes in. Star- Starscream is the P-word. He is. <laughs> He's always been the P-word. He's sneaky and duplicitous. Mm. I didn't know this you're, was you're speaking to You're speaking to someone who grew up watching them as cartoons as a kid. Just, <laughs> and always S up for Megatron. That's what Starscream does. Yeah, Starscream. I don't even know what that is. Starscream. It's like a. It's a plane who turns into a car, just like a transformer would. So, uh, do you remember yesterday we were talking about the Jack in the Box fight between the woman uh, employee and the guy, and they had a food fight, and then she broke out her gun and started firing. She brought a gun to a food fight. Yeah, yeah. She brought the gun to the food fight. You know what it was over? What? Curly fries. I love curly fries. <laughs> no. Jack in the Box curly fries. I love those things. Are awesome. Switch. They, Did she not give him enough? The plaintiff saw that after he received his order, it was missing curly fries, leading to the escalating argument. Well, don't you just say, hey, I pay for curly fries. Can I have my curly fries? What, well, how bad could it be from I, that point? I don't know. Well, I guess I know how bad maybe, it could be. Maybe he, I don't know if he said it wrong. Did he go, hey. Well, it certainly, it brought out the, the, the firearms. That's what. He must have been like, hey, stupid, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. are my curly fries? I don't think Ooh, he just asked for them back. Wow. I didn't. What else would cause that? I don't think he could have just been like, hey, mm-hmm. I didn't get my curly fries. Because that's happened to me before. I go, hey, I like Whataburger, for, what, for whatever reason, they, they mess up quite a bit. Is mm-hmm. the one I go to. And I'm like, hey, I didn't get this. And they go, oh, okay, sir, that 
we'll take care of that. I didn't have to pull my gun. I don't have one in my car. At least I'd have to pull a gun out. And go, hey, where, where are my fries? That's never happened. That's that 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 escalated in a hurry. That escalated in a hurry, and maybe got went a little too far. Look, if you're in a food fight, you shouldn't break out your gun. Yeah, it's unfair. It's look, a, yeah. I, look, I understand sometimes when they don't when I, when I when they tell me the shake machine's broken, I'm a little upset. Is, is there a chance this guy was lying and he had taken the curly fries Maybe, out and was yeah. trying to get a second Maybe curly that's fry? what she thought. And she goes, You're no. Lying. And we she probably said, I put mm. those curly fries in there. I like to Because she, remember, there was already someone at the, the window. She can't, She's the second person at the window. Yeah. So I wonder if she's the person who put the curly fries in and was like, no, I put those curly fries in. Well. And, he goes, and he goes, hey, you... Well. And then it started a fight. And then here we go. Now we start throwing food. Then yeah. we start, you know, opening fire. Um... There is a pilot for British Airways that's had to apologize. What did he do? He said, I've been a very naughty boy. Apparently, in text messages, it was revealed that he spent the night indulging in booze, drugs, and women. He boasted in a text message that he was snorting coke <laughs> off a topless woman's chest. Why does he have to apologize for that? Well, because then he flew. Oh. Yeah. He, oh, he didn't. You're not supposed to drink like 24 hours before you, you, you're a pilot. Yeah. Certainly. He we went, seen I that think, movie? right from... What about Coke? Are you yeah, talking about the movie? You're talking about flight? Below. You're not supposed to do any drugs or... Okay. So Coke, how many how many hours before a flight can you not do Coke? I don't know that <laughs> is Coke it just is, ever in, is ever in play when you're a pilot. Okay. I just, I would prefer my pilot not snorting yeah. Coke off topless women. I mean... I mean, I don't... not. I'm not I mean, against it for better. Him, but I'd, I'd rather... Well, I don't care about the topless woman part. Just don't do Coke if you're my pilot. Yeah, I mean, I that's preferable. Have a top. So, truth be told, that's yeah, preferable. If you want a whatever off a topless woman, that's fine, but not coke when you're going to fly the plane I'm on. Yeah. Apparently, uh, this woman, this teacher, has having a tough time in Evansville, Indiana. Uh, they were at a apparently at a family fun night for the school. The teacher was busted after students found her meth. Hidden in a hidden compartment on her hair scrunchie. Do you think teachers should hide their meth in their scrunchie? No. I would say no. Well, is that a great place if the students are able to find it right away? I don't credit meth heads with good ideas. Yeah, right. So, look. It's not a great place, particularly if it's so easy to find. But how can I blame a meth head for being... It's bad at that. Yeah. The methods. You're making bad decisions. Yeah, at all times. <laughs> first, your first bad decision was, was being a teacher in Evansville, Indiana. What What do you? What if you just want to teach kids? No, Evansville, Indiana is a bad decision. Well, well, not everyone can get out of there. You <laughs> Some should, people have to stay you, up. you can't because you're a meth head. Well, okay? that's true. You, your, your priorities are out, all out of whack. Let me ask you this question. Do you think in Sacramento, California, students at the McGeorge School of Law have therapy llamas do you want a lawyer who has a therapy lawyer a a therapy llama that helps you them relax better than the guy who brought an alligator to a phillies game as his as his emotional support animal you think llamas are better yeah look john's a gas it was it wasn't a giant alligator but it was still a big enough alligator that don't it could be on a leash yeah. Which it was on. No. I'm going to take the llama over the alligator. Yeah, I just don't want a lawyer that needs a therapy llama. Well, I'd just rather have a lawyer that doesn't. 
Well, what what if I'd rather have one that likes to just crush uh, my opponent? Maybe, maybe he's so or she or she is so beat down by their job by crushing all your opponents, they need the llama to work their way through some things. Yeah, I don't need that. That's why they should get the emotional support doll John was talking about yesterday. So you'd rather have a lord with an emotional support GI Joe over a llama? The uh, the doll, yeah, the the emotional support doll. Again, is it a life size doll? I can't. (laughs) You hold on. So. (laughs) Let me work some things out before we go. You'd rather have a a, a lawyer who yeah. who takes liberties with a life size doll yeah. than an emotional support llama. Yes, much much rather have so that. Would you ra- would you want the lawyer to br- bring the doll to dinner? No, or, or keep it at home. Okay, that's fine. I don't want a llama at dinner. So, I don't want an alligator at dinner. So when you wa- I don't want a doll. So at when dinner. you walk into the office and you turn your head and you and you're well. taken aback by by. Samantha in the corner. He goes, oh, oh, don't worry about Samantha. She won't bother us. That's that's emotional support. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Better than a llama dumping in your office. I don't know, man. Yeah. I feel like there's a perversion and maybe someone who just yeah. likes a nice I'm animal. okay with a perverted lawyer. Clearly. Yeah. Well, that's clear. 957 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're done. Paul Galan is next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, right? ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the spirit of radio.